edition of the microdose in the summertime hope you guys are having a great time it's uh it's july 1st it is independence day weekend guys so i cannot stress enough be safe don't drink and drive have a great time though like you, you're adults hopefully you'll figure it out but here to celebrate the weekend with us is uh from one wall comedy chris and his man sir aloysius Pentecostius. did i get the last name right there <laughs> uh, well, oh, i am chris yes uh but uh the puppet yeah that, that's sir aloysius pernicious uh, and i cannot pernicious. put enough quotations on the sir mm-hmm. uh yeah Where, thank you, how long ago were you knighted sir aloysius uh you know al's got a funny story for that we actually did a sketch about it yeah but you oh. told it kind of lame okay thank you yeah um <laughs> he's a little feisty sorry that's, that's how he is uh, we do have a video about this from our last October series we did. We might remake it. Um, I, I'll let him tell you. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Al. Oh, thank you for your permission. Uh, so you see, a while back, uh, I was actually hanging out with my good friend Lizzie. Uh, that's the queen, for those of you who don't know. Uh, and the palace got attacked by zombies. Uh, I oh, saved wow. her from that whole conflagration there. And uh, that's how I got my title. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. That is amazing. How many zombies were there, Sir Al? Uh, Enough. Enough. Thank you, Al. Go go eat something. Uh, He's, uh, yeah, he gets a little wound up about it. Sorry. Uh, As I like to say, he's probably the world's most uh, unreliable narrator on many things. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Chris, you do one wall comedy. It's on YouTube. New episodes drop every Friday. Uh, How long have you been doing this channel now? Uh, well, uh, I started One Wall Comedy in 2020 during the pandemic, okay. uh, right okay. at the height of it. Uh, so I've been doing it for two years now. Uh, Al joined me about a year ago. Just oh. about. Yeah, we have to do my one year anniversary. Yep, we'll get there. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> basically, I was looking for a two man act uh, because doing sketches by yourself that can be a little tricky sometimes especially in my line so i got al on board and i got to expand my options for jokes by having two people there instead of just me most famously a really great example of this is uh if you go back and see my cooking with twins sketch that is just me uh it's not you know i don't have a twin brother or anything like that so you know, there were many times where I would have a joke that I thought, hey, two people would be great for this. And I had to kind of just push it away because I didn't have two people. Uh, what is your process for writing a sketch? Uh, like I, I've, I've perused the channel. Everything seems to stay within, you know, nothing's longer than about five minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Like what, what's, what is your process for writing and then executing a project? <laughs> I'm very fly by the seat of my pants in no. execution and writing, actually. Mm-hmm. Generally, as I like to say, I think of a punchline and then I work backwards from there. Okay. Most of my stuff, you know, well within a minute and a half, two minutes at most, I like to tell a joke and get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually don't script much. 
surprisingly. If that if that's a shock to you, I do not script very much. I ad lib most of my stuff. If I have a joke that I think is very complicated, I will kind of do a rough outline of it. But mm-hmm. I film what I film. I edit it down. I put it up, and hopefully people laugh at it. That's all I hope for. No, they're very entertaining, man. They're they're a lot of fun. Thank you. Just to Thank you. watch. How long does it take you to edit something like that? You know, generally speaking, you can count between two to four hours for a minute of footage. For a minute of because footage. I, wow. Yes, because I have to go through my outtakes, find the lines, the delivery that I want, do this green screen work. I I use a lot of green screen in my stuff. Mm-hmm. It serves its purpose. I like cheap okay. effects. I like cheap visual gags. And then, of course, you know, I have to get Al in on it, too. And that requires some work. I've refined the process a little bit. But, yeah, generally two to four hours per minute of footage is what it takes. Okay. Wow, that's great. What kind of uh, editing software are you using? I uh, use Premiere Pro. Premiere Pro. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, Is that easy to work with? Uh, For me. For me, it is. I like the interface of it. I don't know how easy it is for a lot of people. I know it's pretty popular. I know there are other editing softwares out there, but mm-hmm. for me, it's what works. I like the interface. Yeah. It works. Yeah. There's not much to say about it. I use a lot of stock footage and uh, royalty-free audio that I get from the whole internet. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I use, I think it's a Sony Vegas video editor and it's, there's no manual with it and I'm just, I'm all thumbs and I have the worst time with it. So there, there's not a lot of actual video videos on our YouTube channel. At least I, not I yet. tell you, do what I do. If you want to do something specific and you don't know how to do it, okay. somebody has posted how to do it on YouTube. Oh, just type yeah, what no. you want in that search bar and find out how to do it. You know, and That's I do plenty of times. I, can say. I do yeah. plenty of times. And sometimes there actually hasn't been an answer, which has been frustrating. Not often. Not often, but that's that's happened a time or two. I've, I've seen it a time or two. Uh, sometimes I'll have to go to Google instead of YouTube, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny since they're the same company. But right, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, you got to stretch it out a little bit, especially in my line of how we do things. You said one wall comedy was uh, inspired because, you know, it was the pandemic started and there was nothing to do. What were you doing pre-pandemic? Uh a lot of different stuff. I used to work full time. I'm not going to okay. go into that. I do like being mm. a pretty private about my public life and my uh, sure, private sure, sure. life. You know, I like to keep those separate. But realistically, I always have an idea for a joke. In, in my in in both facets of my life, I'm a comedian. I'm always looking mm. for a joke to throw out there. So it was a good outlet for my creativity. You know being holed up in the house, needing something to do. And over time, it just came from where I was with my camera work, getting into a new camera, getting into better editing, getting Alan on everything. Uh, Now I'm expanding out into some live streams for gaming, uh, just trying to get more content out there because getting monetized on YouTube, that's the hard part (laughs) if you want to do this kind of thing for a living. Mm -hmm. Are you in a monetary position now on YouTube? We don't have to get into any numbers. Oh, just, no, yes no, I am not even okay. close. Yeah. Not even close. Okay. <laughs> I saw you got to at least alter your URL, so you're a little further along than we are. We're still, you know, yeah. seven, lowercase v, uppercase f, blah, 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 blah. Um, 
were you doing actual any dates? Were you doing any club appearances, open mics? Were you on the road at all pre-pandemic oh, no, no, comedy? No, no, okay. not at all. I do, I do not mind saying that being live is not my favorite thing in the world. Uh, okay, don't put me up on a stage. I don't do that. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Comedy is a weird thing for me. In that, I'm a comedian who doesn't watch a lot of comedy. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense, you know. I sure. guess I'm, I'm my own type in a way. So I don't really like, I don't prefer stand up. I definitely prefer, you know, sketch comedy for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone asks me, hey, inspirations. Well, the closest to inspiring my kind of stuff, really, Kids in the Hall. Uh, oh, maybe yeah. late 80s, early 90s, SNL, you know, maybe the early seasons mm-hmm. of Bad TV and Living Color, things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I like absurdism. I like, anti-humor a lot but i don't really like a lot of comedy and stand-up is just that's one realm i will not get into were you already making videos pre-pandemic were you writing jokes for friends that do perform live or just just, no you just found them all away i just decided to do something you know uh i missed out on the entertainment train of the big youtube rush in the early 2000s that's probably my biggest failing of the scenario is that I've always wanted to do something like this, but I never jumped into it. You know, just feet first, go all in until pandemic came around. And I was like, well, what else am I going to do with my time? Nothing else but time, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're over 800 days. I'm still calling it. I'm still saying we're kind of in a lockdown, despite how much everything is still open. But anyway, over 800 days later, it's just like, man, I wish I had, you know, maybe done an extra push-up or tried to learn French, you know, like <laughs> I, I, I knew we were at least going to have 500 days off. Like I would have definitely done my time. We're like, we've been podcasting the entire time and since before that, but I was like, yeah, you know, maybe we could have polished up some episodes. Like I was, I was in that camp of people like, well, you know, just two more weeks, we'll get through this. And then, you know, we'll, everything will be back normal. Two more weeks, you know, two weeks later, two more weeks, you know, maybe a month. All right. Yeah, you know, it was very naive, maybe, but. That makes sense. You know, I jumped into this a little naive, you know, I had to end up investing more into a better camera, you know, putting more time into figure out my doing. There's still, you know, even as far as my videos have come from the very beginning, I still look at them and go, eh, I still want to figure out that coloring a little better, that lighting a little better. Mm. So okay. I think, you know, as far as growth and how you want to take your content, that's a constant mm. thing that, that never stops. Right, right. You're definitely doing a lot of learning by doing, and you are doing a lot of doing, man. Seriously, there's, there's, what, over 100 videos on your page right now? There's a couple um, I pulled because I'm not happy with the technical quality. Those are getting remade on a, a slow yeah. but steady basis. 95. I'm at 95 public videos right now, yeah. That's outstanding, dude. That's outstanding. There's a lot of people who don't even have one video up yet. Um, <laughs> what, what was it like, the transition of working solo and then working with sir aloysius like uh al is a personality he is Mm -hmm. and i'll you know people have asked me before okay what's the deal with al well realistically he came to me in a dream Uh, (laughs) yeah it's a little weird so i'll explain this of course and i don't mean to be so long-winded but please do I had a dream where instead of just the one sketch a week thing, 
I was doing a format that was more closely related to something like Key and Peel, where okay. you'd have sketches broken up by hosts talking about them yeah, in a way. And the host segments were emceed by a puppet character named Sir Aloysius Pernicious. And this was all in my dream. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I woke up that morning and I started thinking to myself, well, what if I got a puppet <laughs> in here to be the second man of the act? Because I would like that format where I do like three or four sketches in an episode, if it weren't for the fact that I do try to post weekly and I would just burn out my creativity if I tried to push three to four sketches every week. Sometimes I don't come up with the week's episode until the day before I film it. And I'll sit there racking my brain all week, like, hey, what's going to be funny? What's going to make me laugh and hopefully make the audience laugh? So Mm -hmm. trying to do something where I had in that dream, not really feasible. Oh, what? Oh, hold on. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, he wants to jump in here. Yeah, but then I came along and that changed everything. Because let's face it, I'm really the star of the show, you know. Uh, Chris, he's an okay guy, a little too tall for my taste, but uh, I'm really what makes it happen, I think. Especially since he's usually the fall guy in the sketches. (laughs) All right, thanks, Al. That's nice. (laughs) He's he's a little full of himself sometimes. What can I say? Hey, you're the one who voices me, pal. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) That was Sir Aloysius sitting on a a shelf or someone custom make them for you? Like, did. Uh, So, Al, I got, I found a guy on Etsy who makes kind of generic puppet style puppets. And then I customized him. You know, I don't like to break the suspension of disbelief too much. But, you know, we all know Al is ultimately a puppet. I am the one who operates him. I am the one who voices him. So that's where my experience with green screen work comes into play because then I have to act against myself uh, with timing, positioning, everything. I, I, I line and uh, line of sight, all that stuff. Yeah, man. Like, yes. Again, yeah, I've watched I the videos imagine. and you're, you're looking Al in the eyes and, and vice I, versa. Yeah, I, I do try. I do my best for that. So I definitely appreciate that. That is the perspective that comes off. Uh, you know, the advantage being is I know where I'm holding him and where I'm looking with him when I do him. I actually usually film my bits first, then I film Al's bits. So I kind okay. of play to where I know I've been in frame when I'm operating him. Okay. Any plans to add add to the uh, the cartel? Could could Sir Aloysius have a friend or even a lady friend? <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, the way I use Al, the way he is, I think Al is too involved with Al to ever have a significant other friend, honestly. I think his significant other really would be food, uh, moreover, pizza rolls, as he often states on the show, that's kind of become his thing. Uh, I've been told before, oh, well, you know, there's other internet channels like Red Letter Media where they've had characters that are obsessed with pizza rolls. And I'm like, well, honestly, I wasn't even thinking about that when I came up with the gag. I just think it fits the puppet, really. Mm-hmm. And also, pe- more, more than one person is allowed to like pizza rolls, kids. It's, uh, you know, this is true. This it's is not specific to one thing. Maybe you like taquitos. Maybe this guy likes pizza rolls. It's okay. It's okay. That's right. That's right. 
people can like the same things and people can like different things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I think we exactly. will have some, uh, some more variety coming to the show. I can't say too much uh, because obviously there's other projects involved. There's other people involved, but I do, ca- I do collaborate with Len Kabasinski, who you know very well. And uh, we're working on some stuff that I think will be a lot of fun. I won't That's go great. too much into it because that requires timing and, and people mm-hmm. getting together and all of that. But, uh, you know, I'll just get that out of the way. Yes, I know Len. He's a great guy. Can't say enough good things about him. Yeah, man. That's, uh, since you brought up Len Kabazinski, it's July 1st. <laughs> and today on his Patreon page, he's, uh, he's released the new movie Pact of Vengeance, which uh, I actually had a small hand in helping with the audio. And uh, Very nice. it's available to all the Patreon members right now for as little as $2. You can see the newest Len Kabazinski film before anybody else. Anybody else. So, and that's, we got that that's how fun. I met him by being a fan of his work. So I do encourage if you like independent filmmaking, go check out his stuff. Support the artist, kids. Support the artist. That's right. Chris, you said you've been, you know, we, we've discovered that a lot of what you know is just learning by doing. But have you, have you gone back to, are there any influences uh, that you might have picked up, like a Jeff Dunham or, you know, Willie Tyler, Senior Wences, or just, well, I mean, Al's voice, you know, doing this, talking like this for any extended period of time. Uh, that's very, that's very clearly, that's, that's kind of my own mixture of Ralph the dog and Dr. Teeth. It's a very Jim Henson-esque okay. voice. It's a very okay. simple, hey, this doesn't sound at all like me, so it works. Um, <laughs> I, I have a little bit of experience operating puppets from doing some stuff when I was younger. Uh, going out helping in disadvantaged neighborhoods uh, down south and things like that, uh, where we'd operate puppets for puppet shows for the kids. It's kind of where I picked up a little bit of that. But I really do my own thing. Like, man, you know, you gotta say, oh, who inspires you? Well, I, I kind of inspire myself. I have a very active imagination. When I need something technical, I'll look up how to do it. But I really do try to just base everything I do off learning by doing. I think that's the best thing that you can do when you're trying to push your own creativity and your own content out there. I know you like to keep your cards close to the vest. Is there an evolution you're looking to achieve? Like, would you like this to be a TV show or, you know, at least a a longer format version on YouTube or any streaming service? I I would like for it to pay the bills. I don't have any aspersions to any bigger fame Uh, being Mm -hmm. monetized on YouTube where it could actually just pay my regular bills for me, my utilities and stuff, maybe put Mm -hmm. away a little extra every month. Like I don't want to be a big YouTuber where I have like 10 million subscribers or anything like that. (laughs) I don't, I don't have any aspersions to being contracted for a TV show or going on a streaming service. I really don't Mm -hmm. Uh, just because I personally think that, too much fame can be a bad thing, right? And mm-hmm. it can really kind of detract away from the heart of the content. So if I could just make enough to get by in my daily life, I'd be all right with that. That's really where I'd like to go. Tomorrow, Plus, Mike Lazo of Adult Swim calls you up and says, Chris, <laughs> I need one wall comedy. We need, we need a 15-minute gimmick. We need 10 episodes once a week, 15 minutes long. I'm going to tell what? him no. I'm going to no. tell them no. We're going to pay your utilities. Yeah. I'm going to pay all your utilities. No, it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter. I, I, yeah, I like to keep it independent. I can't, I can't have one wall be under someone else's banner. I don't like one thing that people know me personally okay. understand. I hate being told what to do. So okay. I can never sign one wall comedy under someone else's banner. If that means mm-hmm. I just stick to YouTube for the rest of my career. Hey, I'm all right mm-hmm. with that. I really am. Mm-hmm. Put those ads on my show and let me bring in that sweet, sweet clickbait money. <laughs> okay. And if, if the option was develop a show for us, that isn't one wall comedy, however you want, you know, art, you get creative freedom. Cause they're, they're pretty loose about that stuff over there. Again, this is all just hypothetical. You, you you still turning them down or you, you feel a little more uh, at the very most that? as a writer i wouldn't go too heavy into it i could write jokes and let them tweak jokes but i wouldn't put myself in any way where it's like oh produced by chris smith or anything like that i just i can't do it i just can't you know it's just how i am I'm too independent for my own good. I think that's how I really feel about it. I think that's what I admire. You know, we go back to the inspiration thing. Kids in the hall, they're very independent. They very much, you know, hard line, make the jokes they want to make. Uh, the second season, or I guess the revival, realistically, because they had about five seasons, five or six when they were back in the 90s. Uh, but if you've seen them on Prime, their new season that they did. I was a little worried at first. It's like, oh man, it's Amazon Prime. They're going to be telling them what jokes to make and everything to do. But no, it's very, mm. it's very much their own thing. So in that capacity, I could write stuff, but ah, I just wouldn't put myself too much into it. I just couldn't do that. Okay. How's the uh, transition with the video game playthroughs going? Oh, I think it's fine. I don't really have a metric to base it off of. I think the hard part for me is um, finding something to play that I'm all right at enough that people will want to keep watching me, you know? Uh, I don't mind saying I'm 40 years old. My reflexes aren't what they used to be. My hand-eye coordination isn't what it used to be, you know? People want me to play Fortnite. People want me to play, like, big PvP games. Like, dude, no, I'll get trashed by a 12-year-old. That's just how it is. Um, So, you know, my big thing on streaming that I'm doing that I think has gotten the best reception is my weird build Wednesdays uh, where I'll take an RPG, something like Fallout or Skyrim, and I'll base a character build around something specific. Currently, I have two that I'm focused on where I'm playing Fallout 4 and trying to make my character as close to Brian Mills from the Taken series, Liam Neeson's character, of course. (laughs) Uh, so a lot of pistols and unarmed combat and currently including tomorrow's episode at 6 p.m eastern uh, free plug uh, is going through skyrim playing my character as close to hulk hogan as possible (laughs) which for a game like skyrim it's a nightmare because unarmed combat in skyrim is not very good oh okay so i I know the name but i've i've i don't I wouldn't be able to pick Skyrim out of a lineup. It's uh, the Elder Scrolls game that has been re-released like 50 times over the past 10 years by Todd Howard. So Mm -hmm. uh, the people who care about Skyrim, they know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) You know, that's what really matters there. Um, But it's fun. I try to make it as entertaining as I can from my own perspective on things. And tomorrow's episode, 
I don't mind saying it'll be my second episode playing my character in Skyrim as Hulk Hogan. And I'm going to be going a little bit extra too. I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to bury the lead, but if anybody wants to tune into it, I guess this will actually be two days before July 1st. So I guess you could go watch the archive footage. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. In that case. Make yeah. some popcorn. I keep saying tomorrow, but yeah. Yeah, I'll have plenty of footage up. Uh, I, I get, hey, whatever. This is releasing after the fact. I'm actually dressing up as Hulk Hogan on this stream. Oh, that'll so, be a lot of fun. By the time people see this, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I'll be doing my best impression, brother. Uh, things like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Try to make it engaging. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. I, sh- I recommend everybody check that out. That's uh, If you missed the live event, the archive will always be there. It's One Wall Comedy on YouTube. New episodes drop every Friday. And uh, yeah, as soon as you're done listening to this, it's Friday already. Go check out One Wall Comedy. Chris, yeah, Sir Aloysius yeah. Pernicious. Is there anything else you want to plug? Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, something like that? Oh, yeah. Here, I'll jump in here. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. And we are on Reddit. I actually did a few live things on Reddit a while back. So if you have a Reddit, I might jump back into that soon. Uh, because everyone loves me more than they like Chris. And that's how it goes. So check us out. One Wall Comedy on all socials. Yeah, thanks, Al. That's that's lovely. Yeah, like he said, Twitter, Reddit, Instagram. Uh, I kind of view social media as a necessary evil when you're doing content. I, if I wasn't doing this, I probably wouldn't use any of it, right? So it is what it is there. I get that. Uh, the only reason why we're still on the social medias is because of the podcast. So, and we That's right. we use it very sparingly these days. But um, anyways, it's uh, July 1st. Guys, as of right now, as of this recording, if you're a member of the Killer Wolf Films Patreon account, you already now have access to the newest Len Kabazinski film, Pact of Vengeance. That's available for as little as $2. We're talking about Leo Fong, John Micklethor, Diamatra from AEW, P.D. Williams. Dude, it's a Len Kabazinski film. You already know what to expect. And if you don't, it's going to be a lot of fun. I promise you, check it out. Go to patreon.com right now. Become a member of Killer Wolf Films page and uh, enjoy not only that movie, but hundreds of hours of podcasts. Everything in the Len Kabazinski catalog. It's all yours for as little as $2 a month. Folks, July 5th, the day after Independence Day, is season two of Sweet Science Cinema. Me and Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer Jamil Hempel, we're going to be talking about Creed 2. We're uh, building the entire season on its way to seeing Creed 3 up in November. Uh, that's, that's the plan. TBD, as always. We're also sprinkling in some seeds of squared circle cinema, where uh, you're going to hear us talk about movies like Body Slam, and fighting with my family, as well as uh, Beyond the Mat, which is a very personal documentary for both of us. So we'll more more as that comes. That's all on the Bosnet dot family. Also, Waffle Box podcast. It's the best part of Wednesdays. Myself and friend of the family, Mike Fish, we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. You can find those episodes on YouTube as well. Just check out Waffle Box podcast or archives as well on the bosnet.family so for one wall comedy for chris for sir aloysius pernicious i've been kush hayes you've been you
microdose, 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 yeah, microdose. From the Bosnet family. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it.